Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Greetings, history aficionados. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today, we're traveling back in time to a decisive moment in the Korean War, the Second Battle of Seoul. And we've got a special guest who's an expert on this topic, CJ. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Excited to share insights on this defining moment in history. Before we plunge in, we need context. The Korean War commenced in 1950, with North Korea sweeping southwards. Within months, Seoul was under their control. But the UN command wasn't going to let it remain that way. Enter Operation Chromite. CJ, can you walk us through the initial planning? Sure. General Douglas MacArthur was the mind behind Operation Chromite. He devised a two-pronged strategy, first, an amphibious landing at Incheon, a move that would catch the North Koreans off guard, and then a swift advance to reclaim Seoul. Incheon was risky though, wasn't it? Absolutely. Incheon's tides are notoriously unpredictable. But MacArthur believed the element of surprise was worth the gamble. So, who were the men given this daunting task? The U.S. 1st Marine Division and the 7th Infantry Division spearheaded the assault. In Seoul, the Marines, led by Major General Oliver P. Smith, were pivotal. And, of course, we had the charismatic Chesty Puller with the 1st Marines Regiment. Ah, Chesty. Didn't he have a reputation for being unflappable? Legend has it he'd navigate battlefields with a cigar, irrespective of the chaos around him. Chesty was one of a kind. So, once in Seoul, what kind of resistance did the UN troops face? The North Koreans were prepared. They'd fortified various sections of Seoul, leading to intense urban combat. Battles at Mapa Boulevard and Government House were particularly fierce. The terrain and cityscape must have posed challenges too. Precisely. Urban warfare is tough. Every street, building, and alley could hide potential threats. The UN forces had to methodically clear sections, often engaging in close-quarters combat. Amidst this, there were remarkable tales of valor. Absolutely. Beyond Captain Lewis Millet's audacious bayonet charge, there were numerous unsung heroes. Men who, despite overwhelming odds, displayed resilience and courage, many of whom never made it back. A heavy price was paid. Speaking of which, let's talk numbers. The casualties were substantial. Over 2,000 UN troops lost their lives, with many more injured. North Korean casualties were even higher, both in terms of fatalities and POWs. It's essential to remember these numbers represent individual stories, families affected, and dreams unfulfilled. Heartbreaking. Absolutely. Before we deep dive into the broader implications, let's take a short break. Wave goodbye to sugar-loaded boosts and say hello to Strike Force Energy. The energy drink additive revolutionizing how you power up, all without a single calorie or sugar. Just a squeeze, and you're set for action. Ready to make the switch? Visit StrikeForceEnergy.com. And for our listeners, spark your savings with an exclusive 20% discount. Just use code UTSALAX24 at checkout. Remember, UTSALAX24. Strike Force Energy, elevate every sip. Welcome back. Now, CJ, let's talk tactics. Beyond the amphibious landing, there was an emphasis on coordinated assaults. Tanks, artillery, and infantry worked in tandem. Night operations, leveraging surprise, also played a role. 
In the aftermath, once Seoul was recaptured, it shifted the momentum in favor of UN forces. From being on the defensive, they could now push the North Koreans back. So, in the grand scheme of the war, how crucial was this operation? It was a turning point. It not only boosted the morale of UN forces but also signaled to North Korea and its allies that the UN command meant business. Ten days that changed the course of the war. CJ, thank you for this insightful walk through history. It's been an honor. Thanks for having me. To our listeners, thank you for joining us. Remember, history isn't just about dates and events, it's about understanding humanity's journey. Beautifully put Chuck. Stay curious everyone. Be sure to like, rate, and share the podcast. Until next time.